What's up, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of I'm Mostly Okay. It's Audrey. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. For my preliminary episode, um, kind of the launch of my podcast journey, I wanted to keep it lighter-hearted, chatty, um, and talk about a topic that hopefully is interesting to a lot of people currently uh, due to the current global situation. So today we're going to talk about the top 10 hobbies that people have picked up in quarantine. And I'm going to do a little breakdown of these, um, kind of give my opinions and thoughts and also recommendations because I've been unemployed for five months. So I've tried, yep, I think every single one of these. So let's go ahead and get into it. So I kind of scoured the internet and I found a couple different just surveys and studies to see what people had been doing the last couple months in quarantine and I kind of culminated and averaged those lists and so these were the top 10 most common things that I saw across the board. So number one was exercise. I feel like there was two different types of people in quarantine. There were the type of people who really focused on their fitness and health journey and they were like, oh, I have so much more time now to work out, go to the gym, to get myself healthy. Props to you people. Literally like hand clap. So, so proud of you because I happen to fall on the other end of the spectrum where working out was and still is extremely difficult. I have zero motivation and now that our gyms out here in California just reclosed, I haven't worked out in weeks. Like I just, it's so, so hard to find the motivation to get up and do something physical. Um, obviously I recommend, you know, if you have someone at home that you can work out with, definitely do that. Uh, my sister and my mom and I, we did a little bit of like a fitness challenge for a couple of weeks and that was fun we did it over zoom since they don't live here and I actually thought it was really good it was nice to be able to talk to them every day and we held each other accountable which was nice but then um, I ended up moving apartments during quarantine and we just kind of fell off the wagon and we haven't gotten back on yet so as far as exercise is concerned 10 out of 10 definitely recommend but I cannot personally say that I have stuck with it in a way that I should have. Um, let's see. Okay. Hobby number two, arts and crafts. I think this kind of fits into, um, DIY, which is also another hobby on this list. Arts and crafts is maybe a little bit more, I mean, exactly how it sounds doing little art projects, um, little, decor items around your home and I love that kind of thing honestly um I've redone a couple pieces of furniture during quarantine I've made some picture frames I've made some planters for my new house plants like those types of arts and crafts have been really fun and I've enjoyed them so if you are someone who has the need for a creative outlet I definitely um recommend doing that. Third hobby on the list is writing. Now I have always loved writing. Um, when I was younger, I was definitely into creative writing a lot. 
Um, since quarantine started, I've tried to be a little bit more disciplined in keeping a journal. Have any of you guys done that too? I feel like journaling and keeping a diary, that type of thing, is something that I've started and then forgotten about like a hundred times in my life. I have probably 50 different half-filled journals where I was really consistent for a couple weeks and then I just kind of quit. This same thing pretty much happened during quarantine. I started journaling, journaling a little bit um, and I try not to put too much pressure on myself. I was like, oh, I don't have to write every day, but maybe if I had a particularly rough day where I was just feeling lonely or a little bit overwhelmed, then I'll try to journal that day as sort of an outlet for those feelings. And it, it helped a little bit, but I found that there were other activities that made me feel both more productive and just better overall. So if you're not someone who finds a benefit in kind of physically getting rid of overwhelming or negative feelings, um, then writing may be a good choice for you. It's definitely more low key. It's not like working out. If you don't enjoy working with your hands, writing could be a super great option. And it doesn't even have to be journaling. You don't have to write about yourself. Like I said, creative writing is super, super fun. Um, it's another way to kind of express yourself. Um, and so I recommend doing that as well. The next hobby on the list is reading, which I have definitely done a lot more of since quarantine started. I've picked up over the last couple of months probably five or six books from Target and Barnes and Noble because in case you guys didn't know, at least in um, Costa Mesa where I live currently, the sales on like books right now are so, so good. We got, we went to the Barnes and Noble at the Irvine Spectrum and we got a couple just paperbacks, but of like really good classics. Um, I got some Charles Dickens. There was some Jane Eyre there and they were like six or seven bucks a piece and they were just basic paperbacks, but it's so nice to be able to get really high quality books, like just true classics for that cheap, cheap price. Um, so if you live near the Irvine spectrum, definitely check out Barnes and Nobles. They have good deals going on right now. Um, but yeah, I've really loved being able to get back into pleasure reading because that's something I haven't done in such a long time. Honestly, probably since college started. Um, it was something I used to do a lot in high school and then college and working just took up so much of my time. And I was reading so much class material that reading for pleasure never, it, it kind of lost its appeal for me. But since quarantine started, I've loved, um, getting back into kind of pleasure reading. As far as my preferences, I'm more of like a, a fantasy fiction reader. Um, not necessarily sci-fi, more like, you know, magical. Like I love Harry Potter, I love Lord of the Rings, that type of fantastical um, thing. And then I, who else was I reading? I read some Danielle Steele. Uh, she had some really cool like thriller novels, mystery novels. Um, I read a couple romance novels because I just enjoy that type of writing as well. Um, 
And then, like I said, I picked up some Dickens and Jane Eyre at Barnes and Noble, and those are next on my list. When Ronnie went, we actually also found um, Grey's Anatomy, like a really nice copy hardback of Grey's Anatomy. And I want to say it was maybe like $10. And so he and I are just, we're kind of reading that for fun. We're both interested in uh, the anatomy and the structure of the body. So we picked that one up just for kicks. Um, let's see. Next hobby on the list, we have cooking. So again, I feel like there's kind of two sides to this. Um, and I, Ronnie and I have fallen kind of back and forth. So we'll go, we've gone a couple weeks where we have lots of groceries and we do a ton of fresh cooking because I've been home and not working. I've had the opportunity, sometimes I make three meals a day. Like we've had some really great and fun breakfasts. Um, our dinners have gotten so much more just creative. We're using vegetables that we don't usually use and cooking methods that I don't usually do. Um, and it's been really fun to experiment with different flavors and techniques. And it's just really expanded um, my abilities in the kitchen. So that has been really rewarding. There's obviously been some fails and flops and that just, you know, it kind of happens sometimes. Um, but it's been really fun to, to experiment. That being said, um, because especially the very beginning, we were trying to limit how often we were going to the grocery store. Um, like we really tried to space it out as far as we could and only go to the store when we absolutely needed to. We'd get towards, you know, the end of um, kind of our groceries and then it was like, uh, we have like two bell peppers and a can of pasta sauce. Like we just didn't have things that we could make a meal out of. And then we would go a couple days where we were just eating out constantly. Um, and we, it, it wasn't even like we were trying new restaurants or places. It was just literally kind of our same core five or six places that we would rotate through. And so we had a bad habit of just giving in for a couple days and doing that. Um, but now that things are a little bit more relaxed, I feel more comfortable going to the store in order to get the things to make really good meals. Um, and we also just bought a grill for our back patio, which is super exciting because it's, it's a little bit more fun. It kind of makes, you know, cooking and eating more of an experience. Um, plus it's summer and the weather's so nice. Like we're working on getting our patio set up so that it's more of an entertaining space. And so I'm really excited about what we're going to do kind of out there next. Um, let's see. Okay. Next on the list is watching TV. I mean, a hundred percent of people for sure have increased how much TV they're consuming. Um, <laughs> Netflix. Gosh, I Netflix all the time. I mean, when Ronnie's at work, sometimes he works eight to 10 hour shifts and I'm home by myself. I try to be productive. I definitely, you know, I do chores around the house and I, um, I cook and obviously we have Loki, our Australian shepherd. So I do lots of playing and training with him and he, we've gone on hikes and stuff. Um, but sometimes you just, you can't be gone all day, every day. So I, what shows have I watched in quarantine? Currently I'm watching Outlander. Um, I'm on season 
maybe almost done with season two, I think. Um, and that show is so good. I don't, I don't want to share any spoilers in case anybody's watching it, but I just, the whole concept and the idea of it, I want to say it's based off of books. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I just, I think it's such an awesome show and all of their accents are really, really fun. And I think British TV in general, you just like, they're not as prude. And so there's a lot more vulgarity, so it can be a little bit intense, but it's just a really, really great show. Um, let's see what else. Ronnie and I were all caught up on Queen of the South, uh, which we just finished last week, which we really love. Um, that show kind of follows like a girl becoming a leader of a drug cartel. It is pretty violent, but again, just a really well-written show and we love the character development on there as well. Um, currently we're watching House, which I know is super old, but I love those kind of medical drama shows. And I've seen House before and Ronnie hadn't, so I, I recommended that one to him. So we're enjoying that. And then lots of movies. Uh, we got Disney Plus, and so I've kind of been reliving my childhood, watching all my old, you know, cult favorites from Disney. So that's been fun too. Um, I don't think that watching a lot of TV is necessarily bad for you, but I could potentially see a problem if you're just kind of being stagnant all day. Um, I definitely recommend getting like something physical in if it's not exercising just doing things around the house and then also just in general having hobbies that are productive where you can produce something or make something or you have you can kind of see like a finished product um, that's so good for your mental health that I think it's beneficial to kind of work those into your routine as well um, if you're at home and you're worried about being bored or not knowing what to do just you know create something or finish something you know um so I, no i don't think that watching tv is bad but balance is definitely key during these times um okay next on the list we have gardening let me tell you guys having indoor plants has become like my biggest obsession and passion. I love having plants indoors to take care of, to watch after, to see them grow. It has been so beneficial to my mental health. Um, I think, when did I start this? I started maybe at the end of April. And since the end of April, I've collected, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think I have eight plants total, which I, I know there's some people out there who are just really killing the plant game. I, my Instagram is now completely home decor and plants. That's all that I care about. Um, so I still have a long ways to go, but I don't know if you guys know this <laughs> plants are expensive. So I am trying to be, you know, responsible with how many I purchase, because um, I also want to make sure I have the space for them so that they're actually, you know, healthy and thriving. You don't want to just buy a bunch of plants to have them so that they die. 
Um, but I do have to say, if you've been struggling to find something that makes you feel so, so good about yourself and is productive and actually has benefits for your, not only like your mental health, but also your physical health, the, there are many environmental benefits that come from having indoor plants, definitely look into it. And if you're worried like me, I don't have a green thumb. I was positive that within a week of having a new plant, it would die. So I definitely researched and started with the ones that it was like, these are impossible to kill. <laughs> and so those were the ones that I got kind of right off the bat. Um, and so far, everything's been really good. I have, I'm on a watering schedule now and I haven't done really like any fertilizer or feed for any of them yet. Um, I'm just kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of trying to let them be. I didn't want to do too much all at once. That was the number one tip I saw from all of the like plant accounts that I follow is trying to overanalyze what they need more often hurts them than helps them. Um, so I'm kind of just letting them be. I will say if you are getting plants, one of the most beneficial tools that I've purchased, I got off of Amazon. Um, I think it was maybe $12. I don't remember the exact brand, but it's like a plant stick or a moisture stick and basically has these little prongs that you stick, you stick into the soil and it will tell you how much water or moisture is in your plant soil. And then it comes with a little card that classifies different groups of plants by how much moisture they need on average. Now, obviously for your individual plant, you're going to want to do some more research and you can kind of tell based on, you know, how it looks and how it responds, if it needs a little more or a little less than the stick is kind of telling you. But I use that just as like a basis to see this plant's really dry. So it needs some water now, or this plant, the soil's still pretty moist. So I'm going to give it some extra light or just leave it alone for a couple days. So I highly, highly, it, it's on Amazon, just search like plant moisture stick and it should it was amazon's choice so really really recommend that if you have become an indoor plant lover like me um as far as where to get the plants most of mine i've purchased from home depot just because it's really convenient it's right down the street from us um and because i've been doing other diy projects i was at home depot a lot so i just would you know go and peek in their garden center um, and I really really love it um, I got a couple from what else have I got I actually got a snake plant from Vons which was so healthy and in just really great condition and was super fairly priced so that was nice um, I got some from Trader Joe's and then I also got some from Armstrong Garden Centers um, I checked that out and it was really cool so Lots of places all around. I have been looking for smaller nurseries. I've gotten some recommendations from some of my friends on Instagram about where to check out. But if you guys have any more, you know, shoot me a message because I, I just want to basically live in a greenhouse. That's kind of my, my ultimate goal. Okay. Number nine on the top 10 hobbies, we have DIY projects. Like I said, this kind of ties into arts and crafts and again this is another one that I wholeheartedly recommend 
if you have been having feelings of just like you're you're not contributing to your household or you don't feel productive um just general boredom honestly doing little diys around our apartment to make it more homey and personal and really just transform each of our spaces has been so rewarding and i ended up you know i followed all these instagram pages i created a little instagram highlight um it's so fun to go back and see you know projects in progress and how i change things and oh we switched up this color scheme now we're doing something different um another huge benefit is i've just loved using like recycled materials i've built some shelves out of old wood um we did some picture frames i created new planters of just old stuff that we had around the house and i've been on kind of this sustainability journey um journey and i'm really trying to figure it out trying to figure out a path that makes the most sense for our life and i think i do want to um have a chat about that in the future as well and just kind of what tools i've been using to help me get there but it has been really rewarding to create things out of materials that I already had and really reducing um, my consumerism habits. And so I've super, super enjoyed that. Um, some of the pages that I follow on Instagram, if you guys are interested in checking them out, uh, there's at Hartman House, um, Inspire Me Home Decor, Home Deco, um, DIY Home, uh, Chelsea Hanbury, I think her name is. Oh, I can't remember. But she has some really great projects on there that I've taken some inspo from. Um, just some really awesome pages with super, super fun ideas. Um, okay. And last on the top 10 hobbies list, these were in no order, by the way. I just kind of put them down randomly. Um, but this is self reflection or self development. This is something. I think my entire life that I've tried to uh, focus on and make it a priority. Um, sometimes I've been successful at that. Most times I haven't. Um, but I do think that all of the hobbies I've already kind of talked about are kind of encompassed in this idea of self-development. Anything that you're doing to improve your mental health, your physical health, and you're proactively doing that is part of reflecting on what you need and then working to get there. And that is making you a healthier and more aware person. Um, sometimes you can take it a step further and maybe write out, you know, oh, these are my personal goals or these are behaviors that I struggle with that I want to fix or these are behaviors that I don't do that I want to implement in my life. And I think that it can be really positive to take the time and recognize what those are. Um, and sometimes it helps people to write them down, but you don't even have to do that. You can just, you know, keep consciously in your mind something as small as just waking up earlier. I know that especially for people who are out of work, like me, um, finding a reason to wake up early has been kind of difficult because I don't, the only thing I have to get out of bed for is to like take my dog out. Um, but that's been a really good goal. Like, oh, I, 
instead of just taking him out to the bathroom, I need to get up and take him for a walk. And because it's so hot out, that means I have to be out of the door by nine o'clock. And so little things like that um, have really helped me just work towards becoming a more balanced and efficient person. Um, And that has made me healthier and happier. And I guess I'll have to get Ronnie's opinion on this, but hopefully I'm more joyful to be around and um, just overall working towards a better and healthier me. So self-reflection and self-development, huge priority during this time. Everything that's going on in the world, if you're on social media, if you watch the news, it's so overwhelming and it's a lot of weight to have this huge list of problems all around us and to feel this pressure that we as a generation are responsible for fixing all of them that's something that I have struggled with a lot in the last couple weeks and so it's been helpful for me to take a step back and see here are the things that I can do and implement in my everyday life that make me feel like I'm contributing to a more positive world and once I have that mastered then I can take another step back and look at the even bigger picture um so I, I do highly recommend, you know, slow down, put the phone down for at least a few minutes a day um, and try to distance yourself, not, not to be ignorant and to, you know, ignore everything that's going on, but to recognize that it's not the responsibility of any one person to solve global problems. Um, it's something that we have to do together. And in order for us to do that, we have to take care of ourselves. So there's my kind of, you know, positive, helpful, happy spiel. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed that. Uh, Like I said, this is the first episode of I'm Mostly Okay. And my goal for the podcast is to kind of have episodes like this where we talk about real things going on in the world, how that impacts us on an everyday level, um, kind of my thoughts and opinions on what's valuable, Um, what you should invest your time, money, and self into. Um, I'll be making recommendations. I'll be asking for your guys' help, trying to navigate this just as well. Um, But I think it's really helpful and beneficial to have an outlet where people are talking about the things that are important to you as well. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this little chat. Um, I'm hoping to make this a weekly thing. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And I will talk to you next time. Happy Tuesday.